0: This is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 what the xfl is cooking it's still football but it's professional football reimagined this is our moment our story to tell this is history begun This is
1: the XFL!
0: Welcome football fans. This is the week of June 17th, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. I'm Bryant. This week we continue to react to the hiring of Oliver Luck as the commissioner of the XFL, and we'll get into some of the rumors surrounding the cities that receive proposals from the league. This is episode 20,
1: money bags,
0: Guys, Oliver Luck is about to get paid to run the XFL. How are you guys doing?
2: Oh, I'm doing good. Probably not as
0: good as Ollie Luck is, though,
2: after the news you're going to be talking about.
0: Uh wait, <laughs> yeah. Ollie, Ollie, we're officially going with Ollie. I just threw that out there. I'm down to call him Ollie the rest of the way. If you guys are,
2: I, I'm fine with it. That that's how I was saying it last week.
0: Brian, whatever well, you guys want. Welcome back to the show, Brian. What you didn't get to be on the Ollie Luck show last week. What do you thought? What are your thoughts, man? He's he's we have a commissioner.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's huge. And it? uh, commissioner, CEO, whatever you want to call him. And now he's he, he's going to the bank. With the with Vince McMahon's money for sure, but I, I don't mind it. I think it's a it's a sign of great things to come. I know that he kind of fluffed his answers a little bit when they interviewed him, but uh, I think this is going to be a good hire. I think this is showing strength and stability going forward. Brian, yeah. do you think he's going
2: to have you know almost like a traveling or a roaming office, kind of like Mick Foley did whenever he was the commissioner? Like, are you going <laughs> to see him in the tunnel of, of games with like one of those stand up desks on wheels or anything?
1: You know what? I don't know, but I, I hope he shows up to at least one game a week because if they put him on Titan Tron, he might be the first commissioner that isn't booed in professional sports history.
0: <laughs> that that would be one hell of an accomplishment. And if you want if you want a job done right, you gotta pay someone right in order to get it done. Oliver Luck is about to get paid. You said he, he had fluffy answers, Bryant. Are you fluffy answers like this?
2: Very focused on producing a, a high level of play, We believe that uh, football is popular because people understand it in many cases in this country and want to make sure that we're offering a you know a great level of play. I think our business plan is is solid. Uh, I think the capital structure uh, and that money, of course, is coming from Vince, who's got an incredible passion for the game.
0: Incredible passion for giving me a lot of money, a lot more money than I was getting at the NCAA, Ollie Luck said there. <laughs> The only <laughs> yeah. thing fluffy about him is his wallet.
1: <laughs> now, I am curious because I know we're going to get into, I mean, we don't know all the details, but what is it? It's
0: $20 million guaranteed. $20 right? million guaranteed. Jeez. Over multiple years, we're not, no, dis- no details on exactly how many years, but a multi-year deal with $20 million guaranteed, according to the Sports Business Journal. But this deal could even get to $30 million uh, depending on how well the league does. That is a lot more than he was making in the, in the NCAA. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But Jake, $20 million to be the XFL commissioner. That sound about right to you?
2: Uh, I, I think so. Commissioner of, you know, the most popular uh, a league with the most popular sports, of course, in America, uh, not worldwide, but, you know, uh, football i i believe far and above you know makes the most money in the ratings uh i i don't know maybe not the most money with it, if you compare it with baseball but uh you know popularity mind share absolutely the sport of professional football
1: well at its high i think the nfl was making 9 billion dollars just a few years ago and that was like an all-time high from what i recall so football is a money maker in this country and and if you can do it right, you, you'll stay up there. You know, The only thing I worry about is, if I remember correctly as well, uh, Vince McMahon took out, what was it, $100 million of his own yeah. money to, to, to front this? So this is 20% of that $100 million guaranteed. Now, I don't, again, that might be over a f- years, and Vince McMahon might be pulling in more money as this thing goes on. But your initial commitment is already 20% gone.
0: Well, also so we we know the WWE doing. is now a part owner though too. Don't forget, Bryant. So there's some money coming from from the WWE as as a minority owner, separate from Vince McMahon actually himself. But yeah, that's a big chunk going to the commissioner, and I think that's what you do if you want the best people to run it. That's that shows a full commitment by Vince McMahon. That is a great number to hear. I'm glad that it's that fat. Happy for Ollie, luck, but even happier for the league because. The right guy, like we said last week, everybody's glowing about what a hire this was, and they're paying him handsomely. Now, according to a 2017 story out in USA Today, Ollie Luck was making about $800,000 in his role with the NCAA in 2015 with a base of $670,000. So he's getting a hefty, hefty, hefty raise to go and hopefully – Make the XFL sustainable, Jake.
2: Yeah, um, l- listen. Whenever anybody leaves one place to go to another place, and they tell you it's not about the money, it is always about the money. I, you know, cash and and creative are the reasons somebody would jump ship to go to a to go to another group. You know, and, and in this case, the NCAA to the XFL, Brian. I I think you're right. Shows a, a lot of I mean, it shows goodwill, but I think more credibility that you know they're uh, again allegedly you know shelling out this much money to the commissioner of a league that that is big time bucks. You know, they're they're not offering somebody uh, you know a hot dog and a handshake to come be an authority figure.
1: Well, you know, and and the crazy thing about this whole situation, and I don't want to rehash anything you guys are on. Uh, you were saying last week, in great episode by the way, I did listen to that. Um, but, um. Oliver Luck. If I told you before all this, who was Oliver Luck? I mean, you could have said Andrew Luck's father. You could have said Andrew Luck's son. No one really knew. <laughs> so I think the fact that he's that that Vince McMahon went out and got somebody that isn't so—I don't want to use the word flamboyant, but just out there, somebody that people recognize—and he's going for the actual business aspect of this whole thing. It's very different. Already the first move different than the AAF, which I'm sure we'll talk about some more today. But not going so much for the the name, but what you can actually do.
0: Um, yeah, not not a whole lot of not a whole lot of flash or showmanship, but a lot of substance is what he got in Oliver Luck. Is uh, yeah. is kind of what I, I I agree with you on that, Brian. He got a guy who's gonna get stuff done, and he's paying him to do it, and he's taking it seriously. That shows me Vince McMahon's taking it seriously. Charlie saw the AF, we don't know how much they're paying people. Uh, I he might be giving Hines Ward, Justin Tuck, and Jared Allen a hot dog and a handshake, Jake. I don't know. It seems like that from their production values. With all the announcements for the Alliance of American Football, the thing about the XFL, while they've had few and far between announcements, everything has looked bigger. It's had production value. It doesn't look as rinky-dink or as rushed. Well, I mean, let's let's not discredit
2: that. You know, that original—I uh, don't know what you would call it—press conference or you know press junket. Uh, the AAF did. The
0: AAF TED Talk. The TED Talk. Yeah, that that looked very
2: well. But yeah, (laughs) as as for Heinz Ward, uh, you know, recording himself on like a 4x3 SD video camera.
1: In portrait mode.
0: Damn it. (laughs) Flip that sucker. Come on, Heinz. It's a
1: a 90-degree turn.
2: It it could have been very easy for Vince McMahon to offer, say, you know, Randy Moss or, or Terrell Owens, Five million dollars for just a talking head position. Okay, To no, so, is no definitely
0: so. playing in one of these leagues. Side note, To is playing in one of these the leagues for sure, right? Up to the Hall of Fame. How's he yeah, going to play do. in one of these leagues? Because he's not retired. He's not retired. He's going to play in one of these leagues. I guarantee it. Matt looks great. I'm not going to lie. He look, he looks like he can play. I think he's going to wait
2: for like that. You know, one of maybe like a big three league or how Vince is always talking
0: about seven on seven football. <laughs> Well, I'll, you know, and, go go ahead, Brian. Sorry.
1: No, I was just going to say just to further the point is is Vince McMahon went for the actual move rather than the name to make news, and he hired uh, uh, a commissioner that that nobody recognized. But hiring a commissioner, who is the commissioner technically of the AAF? I don't even really remember, to be honest with you.
0: i uh, well, I think head of football operations is Bill Polian, so he, I guess, would be your so that
1: would be the equivalent, commish- I guess.
0: Yeah, but it's a whole. It's, it's a little bit different of a structure because, you know, Charlie Ebersole is the man in charge there. But I, I'm going to go – I'm going to kind of disagree with you in terms of the unknown. I guess to a casual fan you're talking about, right, for Oliver Luck because football people, anybody who follows executives in, in the football world, whether it's NCAA or the NFL, they all know Oliver Luck. That guy's been everywhere. He had – we went over his resume last week. He is one of the most respected men in the entire sport.
1: Right, but I think that 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 does two things, right? It shows the actual football purists, people who love football, that Vince McMahon is serious, yeah. and you know the people who don't really follow football, your casual wrestling fan or whoever just knows the name Vince McMahon. I mean, this just shows Vince McMahon willing to do a power move. So th- these are all good things. I don't mind the twenty million dollars. The only thing I do mind is that it is twenty percent of his initial commitment. I mean, I don't know all the books and all that stuff. Eventually, we'll figure all that
0: well, out. But... Again, from his
1: money, you know,
0: yeah. Also, yeah, there's other money being pulled into the XFL. And I I don't care as long as the thing succeeds. And with Oliver Luck in charge, I think we went over this last week plenty. Oliver Luck is the right guy, we think, to make sure the XFL succeeds. And, of course, Vince McMahon, a quote from him that I I think really stands out. He said, quote, Oliver and I share the same vision and passion for reimagining the game of football. His experience as both an athlete and executive will ensure the long-term success of the XFL. Vince McMahon knew the guy he was going after when he gave him all this money. It seems like Vince McMahon is supremely confident that he's giving Oliver Luck $20 million on a multi-year deal guaranteed.
1: You know, Alan, I brought this up to you when we first heard this news break uh, last week sometime, and I go, is Vince McMahon gonna step away? Is he going to be just the money behind this whole thing? And giving somebody $20 million seems like you're giving them that type of power to run the whole thing, and you're just the the, the bank account behind the whole thing.
0: Yeah, Vince McMahon, I'm sure, is going to lean a lot on Oliver Luck behind the scenes. Of course, his voice will be heard, and ultimately, I'm sure the decision will be his. But the face of the league and uh, the driving force behind the league is definitely Oliver Luck now. That's what it feels like to me. And Vince McMahon did a smart thing. Everyone, because he knows the number one criticism about his league, besides the the quality of the play, was that he doesn't know anything about football and running a football league. He's a wrestling promoter. It's a different game. But now he has a guy who knows everything that goes into that.
1: So we're not going to see him on the fifty yard line yelling out, "This is the XFL on Open.
0: I think that could still happen. I think that should happen, but that's an argument for another day, closer to twenty twenty. I think that'll be all right. Opening day's coming, kickoffs coming. Should Vince McMahon be at the fifty? I am already on that train. Absolutely, hell yes. Come on, come on. Uh, Also, guys, I just want to put this out there. By comparison, Roger Goodell he makes forty million dollars per year. <laughs> so Oliver Luck still well short of the most powerful man in a uh, commissioner in all of sports, but. uh, it's pretty good for a league that hasn't even had a kickoff yet. $20 million guaranteed, possibly up to $30 million. Anything left on that contract, Jake, from your eyes? Uh, No, not, not really. Uh, again, you
2: know, a, a lot of credibility being shown that, you know, this is not going to be the same XFL that we saw so many years ago.
0: Love it. All right, let's go to the AAF real quick. Uh, no news really since last week. They're still down to one city remaining. The last city, of course, they announced was Birmingham, Alabama, formerly the home of the Birmingham Bolts, and they will play at Legion Field, where the Bolts did play in the XFL. Uh, we also have heard the Phoenix GM, I believe, will be Phil Savage, and the AAF is moving along. Uh, they're 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 doing a good job of. Kind of hit, hitting the gas pedal, then hitting the brakes. Hitting the gas pedal, then hitting the brakes, I feel, with the announcements. They took the week off, basically, this week. They're letting it simmer a little bit, and they're going to have one more city reveal. And last week, we speculated on that. We fully expect it to be in the south of the West Coast still, right?
2: Oh, I don't know. I was still holding out for New York City.
0: I don't know or if they're so. going to have one East Coast team. We talked about that. Brian, you weren't here last week. Where do you think that last AAF city is going to be?
1: I believe Jake, you said it was gonna be New York City. Alan, you said Portland, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm going somewhere maybe more in the middle,
0: you know, like I want to say Omaha, Nebraska. All right. That 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 we've went over we've gone over that uh that city as a potential city for the XFL. I think Omaha would be a fine football town. They'd go crazy. Right now they're going crazy for the college world series. The AAF, though, Charlie Ebersall took the week off kind of uh they're, they're going to make that announcement soon, though, and I'm sure it'll be exciting because then the next their next step is going to be uh, team names and then r- roster formation. They're going to have their draft before you know it. We're in a dead period of the NFL, six weeks uh, between mini camps and training camps. Training camps are going to come, come and go, and then there's going to be a pool of players for the AAF to pick up once those rosters are whittled down in the NFL.
1: Alan, do you think Charlie Ebersole took the week off because it's Father's Day? He just wants to spend time with his dad.
0: Oh, God, you got to quit it with this daddy stuff and Charlie <laughs> Ebersole and Dick Ebersole. It is Father's Day on Sunday, though, so it's a, I guess that's a conspiracy theory uh, that makes some kind of sense. Uh, but the AAF is looking to f- finish off their cities. The XFL has no cities announced. But last week, we went over it. 30 cities received proposals, guys. 30 cities and this week there was plenty plenty of rumors and reporting going on as to what cities received these proposals it is looking like it is going to be a very very fun race throughout the united states of america for these towns to secure an xfl franchise Well, the XFL may be coming back, and it may be coming to San Antonio. Today, city officials confirmed the Alamo Dome received a request for a proposal from the Professional American Football League. St. Louis is under serious consideration for a new pro football team. Executives from leagues to rival the NFL are in discussions with the city's Convention and Visitors Commission. The new XFL may have the best shot. Hey everyone, I was just informed that the XFL is returning to Oakland in the Coliseum. I'll have more details through the day here at Zenny62.com, Zenny62 on Twitter, and Oakland News Down, Oakland News Online. Officially, the XFL is planning a return to Oakland. More soon. Yes, there have been some confirmed towns that have received XFL pr- proposals. You heard there: St. Louis, San Antonio, Oakland, to name a few, but also Houston, Cleveland, and Kansas City are on that list, apparently. And Orlando, of course, we've gone over that. But, wow, it, 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 the heat is on now. These towns are, are looking over iPads and proposals and decisions are about to be made and i only wish vince was here this week no knock on you brian I, one day all four of us will be here but i have a feeling he'd be harping a lot on that zenny 64 oakland report with, just a heads up don't know if that's i, I don't know if that oakland news now uh website is if that's official or what but they're saying they already got a team that is by no means official from the xfl at least
1: it sounded like he had a confirmation in his hand when he started that sentence, and got a text that it was denied.
2: Yeah. It was but, really he, but he was admitted already,
0: <laughs> like stepping off the elevator at the wrong floor. You just got to with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where I'm going. Yep, hey, we got a team. The Raiders are going to Vegas, and we got
2: a team. Yeah, I mean, um, 30 iPads going out last week, and if you think about it, I, I think it's a smart strategy. It's almost an auction of sorts, you know. Uh, you know, why do the hard leg work whenever you can have 30 teams fight over you know, fight over you?
0: Yeah, I love this. This is a, a, di- a way different approach, at least from how they're publicly talking about it than the AAF. And it feels like bidding. It feels a lot like how a Super Bowl is bid on or a WrestleMania is bid on by cities. And the five cities that are confirmed are Houston, San Antonio, Cleveland, Kansas City, Orlando. And you did hear St. Louis Uh, rumored also to have received a proposal and I'm sure they did but let's go over each one of those starting with Houston we've broken down that city they have uh, the the BBVA Compass Stadium they have NRG Stadium which uh, says that they cannot be included according to uh, word from Janice Burke the CEO of the Harris County Houston Sports Authority but Uh, The MLS stadium in UH, University of Houston, looks like they could possibly be the home of an XFL franchise in Houston. That'd be a great town for the XFL. We've already talked about that because, Jake, big city.
2: Yeah, I mean, you have to have at least one football team in the state of Texas, if not two or three. Uh, Yeah, definitely, you know, easy to predict that one of the 30 cities in the continental United States was Houston.
0: And the AAF is heavily rumored to be announcing uh, a Texas city as their next city. Uh, Yeah, you're right, Jake. You have to have Texas.
2: You think you think the AAF's final team is going to be in
0: Texas? I I feel like they have to, right? You can't you can't start a league without a team in Texas. I I wouldn't exclude them, but I don't know. I think they're going, you know,
2: even bigger market than. Well, I mean, Dallas is a huge market, but I, I you know, I still say New York, uh, m- maybe Chicago. Well, Houston Houston's the fourth biggest market in
0: the country, Jake. That's, really? Yeah, it's right behind Northern Chicago. Dallas. Yes, Houston is a huge, huge market. And if the XFL's not in L.A., New York, or Chicago, I fully expect it to at least crack the top five and make it to Houston. San Antonio officials have also confirmed – they received a proposal from the XFL. Bryant, if Houston and San Antonio both receive proposals and you're picking one, which one are you going for in the in the great state of Texas?
2: Brian, you gotta give us an answer
1: sometime here.
0: You're you <laughs>
1: if are you making me choose, Alan? Because if I get both, I might take both. Texas is huge. Football is a religion down there. And those towns, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Austin, all of them, they're all different states in the the state of Texas. They just have a Texas conference. (laughs) Exactly.
2: The all-star game would just be Texas versus the world.
0: I wouldn't mind that. And, you know, I'm surprised some oil tycoon hasn't started a Texas football league that, should, that just rivals the NFL. It could happen. It could do. If Jerry Jones ever seceded from the NFL, that could definitely happen. Uh, according to some other, uh, we, we've, we heard there some TV news people reporting. We've also had websites report. This is SoCalUncensored.com, Jake. Now, they normally report on pro wrestling, but they said, according to several sources, in April, the XFL contacted AEG... Which I mean, they run all of right downtown L.A. Right, uh, Bryant. They, they are. They they run it all. Uh, they were contacted though. AEG. They also killed Michael Jackson. Some people would say uh, about running the XFL in the StubHub Center in Carson, California, which is where the L.A. Galaxy and L.A. Chargers play. And preliminary discussions have happened to find out if that place would be open to holding more football when the Chargers leave for their new stadium. So by 2020, the Chargers will be in that new building. Bryant, you're out there in Cali. uh, StubHub Center, we've talked about that as a potential XFL stadium. Not ideal, especially uh, when you're talking about us former Galaxy fans. I know living in L.A., I don't want to have to drive out to Carson to go watch football. But, you know, if that's the best building available, I guess you take it, right?
1: I, I think you take L.A., whatever they can give you, right? So if they give you the Rolls Bowl, you take the Rolls Bowl. You, you, whatever it is that you can get, if you can get into L.A., you do it. It's the second biggest market in the country. Uh, there's no reason for you not to go to the StubHub Center. Ideally, I would take that LAFC stadium, that brand-new one, right in the middle of uh, – it's like a block away from the Coliseum, but it's really, really nice. I and mean, there's some videos of You've been there yet? Like this week. I have not, been I've there? driven by it, and it looks nice. From the outside, it, It's it's like – Hugged up against the freeway, it's really, it's really. It's nice where stadium.
0: the sports arena used to be, right? Correct. They had this huge uh,
1: E three. Is that the electronic gaming thing event this yeah. weekend
0: or this yeah. week? They had a huge.
1: I mean, it, it was huge out there. And if you if you saw any clips of that, that's the stadium, and, and it looks nice.
2: Brian, who is the area favoring? I mean, are they is LA – You know, are they a galaxy or are they LaFC, or is this, uh, this right in the middle? What's what's the problem there?
1: No, right now it's uh, the LAFC is kind of like the Clippers to MLS. I mean, they're 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 there. They'll have their diehards, but everybody the answer the Lakers. The answer is
0: the the answer is the Lakers, Jake. The Lakers. (laughs) I thought you were going to say whoever's
1: winning. (laughs) Yeah,
0: the Lakers or the Dodgers or whoever's winning. I guess that'd be the Rams right now. That'd be the the Rams are probably number one. uh, But that's just always that's always fluid in in LA. uh, LA not one of the official teams that we've confirmed from a city official having received this but websites are reporting this that they have oh, sources you, yeah you, you know can have to imagine the, you right? know they got an ipad yeah I mean, let's I mean, confirm with like
1: off the top of our heads what are cities that got it new york chicago
0: yeah, five LA. uh five i mean the, just doing prelim you know just basic internet research you're going to find f- about five uh, cities that actually you know officials confirm they receive these proposals but you could speculate on the rest la i'm sure new york uh i'm positive somewhere in south florida uh maybe chicago. dallas jake chicago uh places like that uh, minnesota maybe it's you know bigger markets um maybe up in the great pacific northwest who knows Um, The next one we have here is St. Louis, and their city did confirm. Kitty Ratcliffe is the president of the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission. She said that the XFL did reach out to them, and they talked to representatives of three different groups trying to put uh, football leagues together in St. Louis, and the XFL is one of them. And they've all inquired about playing at the Dome, where the Rams used to play. Um, what What was that even called? The Edward Jones Dome. Called
1: Edward Jones Dome. When they, when the Rams last played, I think it was called the Edward Jones
0: Dome. I, I mean, the, the city of St. Louis should have a football team. I think, but um, I'm, I'm not saying the XFL or AAF need to go there. Um, there's a reason why the Rams left town. They, they had that old dome. That's not a city committed to football. I feel.
1: Well, and, and you can go back into our archives and kind of go back and listen to why we said St. Louis was not one of those cities and we won't have to rehash anything. But interesting note about this little snippet of information here, Alan, is uh, sh- this Kitty Radcliffe did not confirm that they actually received an iPad. They just said that they had a conversation. So I'm wondering <laughs> if the XFL said no thanks after that conversation.
0: Uh, possibly. We'll see. Yeah. The, the, that city's a, a little different. Uh, they they were Burnt badly by the Rams, but they also held their ground to the Rams, and they don't want to. It seems like they don't want to give a whole lot up. So the good on them, though, because we know taxpayers are always always burdened with paying for these stadiums and football. But I don't feel like the XFL is going to do too much of that. They're going to probably take whatever building they can get.
2: Yeah, I I think so. For you know, these this first round of teams, at least.
0: And we also have uh, San Antonio we talked about. They have even tweeted out uh, the Alameda, or excuse me, that's Oakland. Uh, here we go. The Alamo Dome has received a request from proposal, for a proposal from the XFL, and we are currently evaluating. That's from Patricia Musquiz-Cantor, the interim director of, uh, I guess, the uh, San Antonio Sporting Commission there. That was a, twi- a tweet out from Mike Board, who is a local radio host there in San Antonio. But the Alamo Dome required about one of the great buildings in all of America. I would love to see the XFL in the Alamo Dome. That could be electric.
2: That, that's a big barn, though, you know, and you want it to look good for TV. You, you don't want to have to give away free drinks. Just well, no,
0: be- well, no, the, the Alamo Dome's only, what, forty to 60,000. It's like a standard stadium. It's not an MLS stadium, but it's it's, you know, basic. Uh, yeah. I think they'd do fine.
1: You know, and Jake, I'm going to have to fight you on something. I don't think you take any stadium that they offer you, right? These proposals are out there for a reason. They not want just any. the very best. Well, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. I'm not saying that you take a high school foot, uh, you know, field uh, you know, and just well, and play it, there. It but... depends where,
2: what state that high school field is
1: in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, if it's in Texas, damn it, you take it. But,
1: you know, these 30 proposals or requests for proposals, I guess you'll call them, that are out, who says you know, there could be more in the, in the near future if they don't get anything that they really like? I think the XFL, their benefit, they have the time, unlike last time. Uh, don't just, I mean, if you get LA, take any stadium they'll give you, that's for sure. But
0: other cities, uh, you know, wheedle them out. You don't have to just jump at
1: any offer they give you.
0: And finally, Oakland here, we have the Alameda Co- County Coliseum Joint Powers Authority Executive Director Scott McKibben, who's probably had to deal with a whole bunch of BS over the last few years with the Raiders and and the athletics and that, that whole Oakland Coliseum situation. It is a mess up there. You know, that is such a small area of the Bay to put a team. It's crazy to think that they're still able to do that in the 21st century. I just feel like everything's going to wind up on the other side of that big bridge, but Oakland apparently is going to vie for the XFL. And, uh, well, obviously according to that Oakland news now bit, we heard they're getting an XFL team, no matter what that's confirmed. But, All that's that's the question, though. Do you think any of these cities have already, like, had a handshake with Vince McMahon or Oliver Luck that, okay, yeah, a team's definitely going to be here yet? Do you think Uh, one of the eight is confirmed yet, just behind closed doors, not officially announced?
2: Absolutely not. No no way yet. No chance, Brian? I I believe that, you know, the XFL, they probably have, you know, four cities that they've internally agreed we're putting a team there. You know, barring anything, anything back from these proposals, which you know would send up a big red flag. But you know, I, I think they've got at least half of them chosen, and really, it would just be up to the city to uh, to
0: screw themselves out of it.
1: Yeah, do well, you see I, any cities saying they don't want
0: the XFL? I definitely think some of these people sent that iPad right back to Connecticut for sure. But
2: <laughs> I, I can, yeah, I can see them, you know,
0: gifting it as a birthday gift for one of their I,
2: kids or something. But but actually saying no, I, I don't think so. It just an ignore.
0: No, well, on the other side of it, I I would guarantee you, there's two to maybe five cities that instantly called right back and said, "Yes, we want this to happen," uh, and I I think. You know, the things move quickly, and you know, the announcements aren't made for a while. But you know, ag- agreements are are made. I ha- I already think there's at least one city that they have already tentatively planned on for sure being in. I I, I think there's you know Vince McMahon. I mean, we we're wrestling fans. We followed him forever if there's a city that he really wants to be in, I have a feeling he already that's has fine. that. Yeah. yeah. And I already feel, feel like he already has that agreement in place. So what that city is, I don't know. I don't know. Could it be Cleveland? I, maybe. Do you think there's opportunity to overtake the Browns as Cleveland's football team. Maybe they're that bad. If you win they are that bad a year. That's a That's a, okay. <laughs> odd, at least. We okay. might enter a relegation program in Cleveland only. Okay, I want you to put that on our Excel sheet there. of would I'd show ideas, Bryant. We need to go over city NFL cities that whose teams are vulnerable t- to losing fans to the XFL just because they suck so bad. Cleveland, obviously, top top of the list. I'd throw Detroit up
1: there, too. Uh, I, yeah, I mean. I think you've got to go with the history of losing as well. Yeah. That has to be a, a qualifier, right? Detroit's right. just never been really good. Uh, Going quickly, going back to you know,
2: if any teams just or you know, any cities just outright said no, you know, we do not want the XFL. I I could see maybe like a Turner executive in Atlanta, you know, that had to say
1: no (laughs) right away.
0: You know, what's hilarious (laughs) is
1: not coming back to this time.
0: You know, what's hilarious to me is um, you never hear anything about Jacksonville. I feel like. We still can't understand why the NFL is in Jacksonville. do do you think do you think the XFL sent an iPad to Jacksonville? Even with even with the you know one of the great of of one of the great mysteries, yeah, one of the great mysteries in sports, right? That the that Jacksonville has has a football team. They must city officials there must have something really dirty on the NFL. I don't
1: know. Well, with thirty iPads, there's definitely at least two cities that are in the NFL that don't, that did not get an iPad. I'm sure Jacksonville is at least one of them. And uh, I don't know who the other one would be that didn't get one. Um, yeah. uh,
0: I don't, yeah, yeah that's right. I
1: like Detroit. I, you want to go to Detroit? I don't think I'd go to Detroit. I wouldn't want to uh, go to Detroit. No, Detroit's got a, there.
0: yeah, Detroit's way different from when I was there. Uh, what, I was there, what, over 10 years ago, Jake, with you. So, that uh, that's a much different place now. They've got kind of a different downtown area than before. No, I think if you're talking the two NFL cities that didn't receive it, I'd say sure. Jacksonville and maybe Pittsburgh. Just because yeah, there's I no chance. That, yeah, not it's not Pittsburgh.
2: not because uh, I mean just because the XFL team get run out of town. Yeah,
0: there's, that,
2: there's not for a, lack not for lack of interest. You know That's that, that's that's, that's or, a difference.
0: Or Green Bay, maybe Green Bay. Just your t- if you're talking quintessential NFL cities, probably weren't even messed with. But uh, it's just funny to think. Yeah, Jacksonville. What the hell, Jacksonville? Still don't know how they have an NFL team. And they're hey, owned
1: by like uh, who are they owned by? They're owned by like Super the-
0: Mario. Shad <laughs> Khan. <Con>. <laughs> Uh, well, one day they might even be playing in England. But, hey, they sold a bunch of us season tickets. Congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are good again. But, um, man, the XFL Cities debate rages on. Uh, 30 iPads sent out, uh, and we can only guess to who actually opened those up and who sent them back. But I, I feel like you guys say there's no deal in place. I feel like at least one is, but – I don't know. What do you think? Let's end it on this. Let's end it on speculating. When do you think an announcement on the first city will be made? Do you think it'll happen within 2018? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. i yes in 2018, but uh, not in the summer.
0: Yeah, you are wait till football season. I, mean, I agree with you. Definitely, when football's on everyone's mind, not the I mean, six-week period. We're where halfway going through, on.
2: We're halfway through June. Summer's almost over.
0: <laughs> well summer's <laughs> summer's going on right now boys and girls and we're we are thoroughly enjoying all of the heated xfl debates that are raging on on all sorts of stuff from the cities to oliver Luck's pay to some of the other topics that we shelved and we'll get back to the xfl put out some interesting tweets this week jake that we're gonna have to go over next week right
2: yes definitely gonna get to those
0: Yes, they asked about, I guess, family-friendly atmospheres, right? And something else?
2: What day football should be on? I, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one day, but that's for another
1: time. Uh, I still want to talk about the color of the football a lot more. We really need that. We're, a whole we're gonna going to get there.
2: got a lot of topics to hit.
0: A lot of topics to hit. A lot of shows to do. News. Lots of news to get to. Hopefully more news next week. But if there isn't, there's plenty of XFL to talk. And remember... You guys and girls can follow us at XFL show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere at XFL show. And of course, the website, 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 this is the XFL show.com. Guys, you have anything else this week? That was a, a thorough discussion about Oliver Luck's contract and the city proposals. I thought.
2: I just can't believe that Oakland is confirmed already. (laughs) No, 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 no. That is confirmed by one man.
0: (laughs) Some guy on the internet said that, just so there's no confusion. When you heard that earlier, it's just some guy on the internet saying that. But, hey, who knows? Maybe he has solid sources. This is the day and age we live in. Nothing's confirmed until it comes out of the voice of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. For Bryant and Jake, I'm Alan Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. This has been the XFL show.